You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. While I would love to hear if Kaplan crashed and burned like Brandon Staley did last night in the last 45 seconds of the game. I'm actually way more curious as to how good a time Laura was having because based on her text messages yesterday to the group chat, I feel like she was lit as hell. How about that picture she had on Twitter where she's got her tongue out and like making a right-hand turn? I'm like, what is going on here? What kind of partying are you doing at that Niners-Rams game? What's going on today, everybody? Hi, guys. So, no. Laura, tell us what Rangers? happened there. Yeah, you, you were, we you were having. I, you might have had the best time of anybody in the damn building, other than right. those Niner fans. Did you yeah. did you make it to work on time? I was at work, so I was not that turned. Um, I was I was actually the one buying the drinks because really? they were drinking for me. Like uh, Jesse, who used to work here, is a big Niner fan, and he was in the building. So I said, "Hey, man, I have a hookup here." So. Come through and I got you your drinks because I can't drink. I had one drink, a drink and a half, even though my bartender has a heavy hand. But um, other than that, I was uh, that was all me, man. I don't need alcohol. <laughs> I turn up by myself. <laughs> I don't need liquor like that. But I'm I did make what? it work on time. Those pictures I were lit. I had a good time. I mean, SoFi is beautiful, even though it was a huge Niner crowd just to even get in. I mean, it was a sea of red. You know, I... People were having fun, man. Like, we were all just having a good time. Well, no, nobody was having fun at the end if you're a Rams fan. But they were I, definitely I had having a fun good if time. they were a Niners fan. I mean, you know. you know, I left early. I had to because of I... Of work. Yeah, because of work. I had to come and work the Laker game. But, you know, it was... It, it was a good time. Even the people that I that I met, you know, I randomly meet people where I'm at. We were all having a good time. New you friends? Know what, George? No, not friends. No I, friends? I, well... No, no. Well, yeah. Wait, I mean, whoa, <laughs> hey, whoa. Hold on a second here. We may have just tapped into something. I meant when I I was trying to get Jesse down to my level, like where I was, because he mm-hmm. got hooked up with tickets on the floor above me. So the guy was like, oh, if you know, they don't have a ticket. And I was like, oh, come on, you know, super nice guy. Then when we finally got down to our area, obviously he doesn't have seats. So there was a security guard telling us, like, yo, you got to move, you got to move. And I ended up just, you know, talking, being nice, and he's he's a cute guy, you know? Oh, exchange numbers I see what stuff. So, yeah. Oh, you exchanged numbers with a security guy or an usher? Uh, security. Wow. Mm-hmm. You never know who you're going to meet and where you're going to be. Yeah, so, you know, just nice guy. I don't like his name, though, because he has the same name as TiVo, but nice guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. His name is TiVo. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time you uh, say TiVo, I think you say Tebow, and I'm like, what's wrong with him? Yeah. So, Good times, though. Good times, guys. Good times. So we'll, we'll get to the Rams implosion in a moment, but I feel like the – listen, the story of today, if you're going to mm-hmm. talk football for any right. stretch of the – in any stretch of the imagination or within any stretch of the imagination, is about the Raiders and the, and the Chargers because here's the deal. Maybe I'm wrong, okay? And I know that there's this video out there of Austin Eckler and some other guy I've never heard of um, basically allegedly being told that they were going to kneel it, although it has been now disproven that that conversation was not the conversation they were having. However, 
Scott Kaplan, Rich Bisaccia, the Raiders interim head coach who may end up becoming their head coach, to be honest with you. I think he should be. Um, he admitted that there was there was definitely some conversations about whether they were going to just take the tie in that situation. So, I, now, look, was it going to be a tie because you and I wanted it to be a tie and everyone out there just assumed it was going to be a tie and everybody was talking about the tie? Or, or and, and, and is, is it just confirmation bias that Passaccia is telling us they were talking about it? Although, he did not confirm that's exactly the way they were going because they were close enough to be in field goal range, basically, or at least within striking distance of field goal range. So, Brandon Staley takes this timeout, and everyone, including myself, is going, what the bleep are you doing? And it ends up costing them. He Now, his explanation made sense, except for the fact that I saw guys who played football like Emmanuel Acho out there telling people that the personnel package he put in there was not actually better suited to stop the run um, than that, like he had proclaimed. So I don't even know what the hell to believe anymore. All I know is that Brandon Staley had what I thought was a pretty good first season as a coach, and it's going to be marred by this moment that he had last night. Well, I'm with you on that, George. I mean, first and foremost, let's start off with this. The ball was on the 39-yard line with 38 seconds to go. And if we backed up about 25 seconds, the Raiders had run the ball, the clock was running, and it looked like, tell me if you felt the same way, didn't it look and feel like the Raiders were satisfied I just said that. The, yes, yeah, I just yeah, the said score, that. The score is tied, and the Raiders look like their play calling says, we're satisfied. We're going to make the playoffs? But Guess are what? they satisfied, or are they trying to get another five yards to actually try a long field goal? Well, I don't think in the moment they were trying to get another five yards. I think in the moment they were satisfied. And now think about it. But how do you know that? Well, I don't question. know that. It's just my perception, right? Correct. I don't know that as a fact. But here's what happens. There's this time left on the clock, right? And we think that the Raiders look like they're pretty happy with the way things are going. And then from out of nowhere, the timeout happens. Why would Brandon Staley have done that? Why would he have uh, taken well, that timeout? His explanation was he knew they were going to try to run it. And he didn't believe that they were going to try to tie. He believed they were going to run it to get themselves closer to trying a long field goal, which was certainly plausible. Um, he, he, now, you and I, or not you and I, but everyone out there seems to want to believe there was this, like, honor amongst thieves, right? That they were going to just decide, like, they were going to give each other a look from across the sidelines and be like, all right, this is the right. tie signal. Right, there was, no, there was no gesture from Rich Passaccia across the field like, Right. Okay. Like, like he didn't make a timeout sign. Like, let's tee. Let's let's tie this thing. But I think what happened is this. Again, you go back and you look at the play-by-play. Right. It's 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 at a time where the clock is rolling, and the Raiders don't seem to be in a rush because again, the ball's on the thirty-nine yard line. At at the minimum, it's a fifty-six yard field goal attempt. And no matter how many times Al Michaels told us that Daniel Carlson, the kicker of the of the Raiders, had never missed a field goal in that building in two seasons, fifty-six yards, George, 
That's like a 25 to 30% opportunity. No, oh, no, no, for sure. I, 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 I don't disagree with you, but I, I, again, they still were close enough where they could have gotten in another another play at least. They, they absolutely could have, but, but the, the body language and the clock running intimated to me, the viewer, oh my God, are the Raiders? Because by the way, we forget the Raiders had a timeout too still. Correct. Are the, do the Raiders look like a team that is ready to be satisfied with a tie and a playoff appearance? And then when the, when the timeout is called with 38 seconds to go and the Raiders go over to their sideline, I'm not saying that anybody on the Raiders' side went, Hey, screw those guys, man. How dare they call a timeout? We're trying to do the honorable thing here and tie the game, and both teams are going to go to the playoffs. But I do think that if you're Derek Carr, you walk into that huddle and you go, hey, hey, these guys just called a timeout. What the hell are they doing? Everybody stay on your blocks. Everybody give it everything you got. Let's get ourselves into a position where we can actually win this thing. I'm not saying that's exactly what happened. That's my perception of the way things went down. And the fact that they were able to get themselves those extra yards, go from a 56-yard attempt to a 47-yard attempt, which is a much more realistic kick, and win that game and stick it to the Chargers, I freaking loved it. Okay, I, I, I mean, we knew you were going to get there eventually, but I, I'm just looking at it this way, okay? And maybe I'm the crazy one, okay? But the Raiders were lined up with three wide receivers, at their at the 39-yard line of the Chargers with 39 seconds to go, okay? And six seconds on the play clock. That is literally before the timeout came, okay? I am looking at their formation at the moment, okay? They had a running back in Josh Jacobs out there and Hunter Renfro in motion. That is literally what happened there. And Waller as the tight end. And Brandon Stanley calls a timeout to take out and I'm going to get real nerdy football. Go for, all you, for it. Do it. All you nerdy football fans who want the gridiron. The boom, boom. Nice All that stuff. Very good. Yeah. He takes out – he had two linebackers. Right. He takes one linebacker out to put an extra DB on the field. Correct. So explain that to me. How is that better run personnel when you take out a linebacker and you put in a not. It's not. But that's the way he described it. And then I saw the video. So Emmanuel Acho, who works at Fox Sports, uh, with uh, with some guy named Wiley, who I think used to work here, I feel like. I don't know. I, 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 it can't be the same Wiley. It can't be Marcellus Wiley he works with. You mean that, that dude? I, yeah, I don't even know. I, I thought Marcellus Wiley retired. I mean, I could be wrong, but anyway. Um, so, nonetheless, Emmanuel Acho on his Twitter goes through the play on his uh, on his uh, uh, TV, like, rewound the play and was like, he, he stopped it and showed you. Here's the personnel they had before the timeout. Here are all the two linebackers. Here's the one linebacker and a DB coming in. And by the way, the DB made the complete wrong read. Had he just made the right read, that play would have been stopped for, like, a minimal game. Uh, the Raiders would have then had to have called a timeout and had a decision to make, either kick, to your point, the 55-56 yard field goal um, or just kneel it, and they both go in, right? Right, right. But Brandon Staley, his point is he outsmarted himself. And at the very least, at the very least, and I like Brandon Staley. You and I had an argument about him a couple weeks ago before you went to Mammoth Mountain and before I took off. I like his aggressiveness. This was not aggressive, though. This was a move that I felt like was exactly what Emmanuel Acho said from Fox Sports on his Twitter. He 
outthought the room for Probably no reason. Probably so. Probably so. But you know what, George? The other part of it is this. On one hand, you have a coach that is overthinking a situation. Correct. Or, or, or maybe, maybe even panicked in the moment. Let's not forget, Brandon Staley's a first-year head coach. I don't mean first-year NFL head coach. I mean first-time head coach. He didn't head coach a Pop Warner team or a high school team or a Division three college football team. He wasn't the head coach at Azusa Pacific. This is his first time as a head coach ever. And you're looking up at the clock, and you're looking at the number of timeouts you have left, and you're watching the clock tick down, and all of a sudden you go, you know what, timeout, timeout, timeout. Did he panic? Did he overthink it? He, no, Was he did. He di- was he disrespecting the opponent? No, he overthought it. He overthought well, it. Well, all of that he being said, it. you know, it's amazing to me that in the final analysis, just be, be, rather than just nerding out on football for a second, isn't it incredible that the NFL went to this 17-game schedule, 18 weeks, they saved this game for last, and the thing we talked about all week last week was, if this ends in a tie, both are in. Who could have ever thought that it would be 32-32 with two seconds to go in overtime? I mean, it's a one-in-a-billion shot that it actually went down that way, and Pittsburgh Steelers fans were sitting there praying, please, somebody win this freaking game so the Steelers can get into the playoffs, which is another whole story because a few weeks ago when they tied Detroit, we were like, Pittsburgh's done, they stink, and Roethlisberger needs to retire, and here they are in the postseason. Oh, yeah, just no, the craziest but, situation. but if you're a Raider fan, this worked out even better because, yeah, you could have kneeled it or whatever or would have gone, you both would have gone to the playoffs, but now you knocked the Chargers out. Right. You've done the thing that you wanted to do the entire time, which was eliminate your rival, the, the little brother, basically, in this rival, right? Like, it's, let's be fair, right? If we're looking at this rivalry, not that the Raiders have been all that great uh, over the last, you know, decade plus anyway either, but... If we're gonna, if one person in this rivalry is going to be the roadrunner and the other is the is Wiley Coyote, it's the Raiders who are the roadrunner and the Chargers who have consistently been Wiley Coyote. Yep, yep. Listen, I tried to tell you this all year long, and I know that what happens is when you have a superstar quarterback like Justin Herbert, and you're winning games and they're in exciting fashion. Um, that, that you start to kind of believe a little bit of the hype. Like, these guys are good. These guys are no, Super Bowl No, because he's a star. There's he's, no question. He's a he's star. He's a superstar. Justin yes. Herbert is an amazing quarterback. Do you recall early in the year we had a conversation, who would you rather have, Justin Herbert or Matthew Stafford? Do you remember that? Yes. What's your answer? Uh, oh, I would rather have Herbert. It's not even close. Yes. I mean, it is not even close right now between Justin Herbert and Matthew Stafford as to who you would want as your quarterback. Yes. But the thing is, and this is something that, that I'm trying to explain to everybody, believe me, my history is, is such that I know this stuff. The Chargers just spanosed all over themselves. You can change the quarterback, you can change the coach, the general manager, the city that they play in, the stadium, etc. There's a common denominator. People call it a curse. I'm not really into the superstitious stuff, but there is something there because the common denominator is the owner. And the minute he hit the field last night and they showed him on TV, I went, oh, okay, I, I-, I think the Raiders are going to win. Because with four minutes to go and a 15-point lead, I thought the Raiders should win, but I knew the game wasn't over. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. And it, 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 look, if you're a Raider fan today, there's no way you are not just like, like – 
you are flying as high as you've flown in a really long time. When was the last time as a Raider fan you could feel this good? Um, well, interestingly, um, they were talking about this yesterday during the broadcast. Do you realize that yesterday was, I, I want to say it was 45 years to the day that John Madden and the Raiders won their last Super Bowl. Does yeah, it was on right? the broadcast. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not because I'm some Raider historian and I knew this stuff. I heard them talking about it. I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. Madden just recently died, and this is the exact same day all so these years later. So you believe in the, uh, the, you know, the, this, the football gods is what I you're do. saying? Yeah, I do yeah. believe in the football gods in a big way. And the football gods. Now, who would the football god look like in this situation? Well, that's, you know, when I think of You know what? Save that for the other side. All Let's right, do that. Because right. the football gods are not so kind we, to some people. We'll get into that. Let's get into the football gods not being so kind to the Rams. And, uh, and by the way, if there's football gods, there's got to be basketball gods. They also weren't kind to the Lakers last night. So all that's coming up. Stick around. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I feel like you walk around your house to this song after Dude, you take a shower. George, you don't even understand. I can remember being a kid, and I was probably seven or eight years old, in a record store in a shopping mall, convincing my father that I had to get Rod Stewart's single. Not the LP, the album, just the single. And I don't remember. Which, which was the 45 and which was the 33? Of an LP, the, do you recall? The 45 is the small one. Okay, that's what I want. All I wanted was this 45 with the little yellow thing you would put in the middle of it so it could play on your record player. Yeah, I love this song. I was a big Rod Stewart fan as a kid because of that song right there. Yeah, I feel like you still walk around after the shower with that song on. Like, you know, you just put it on your phone and like, or Alexa or something. And just depends like on, it depends. If, I, if I'm walking around after a shower and I have a towel on, but the towel is about six inches above my waist so I don't have to see what a pair I look like, then, yeah, I can look in the mirror and sing that song. Yeah. If my fat belly is sticking out, then it's a whole different deal. By the way, I, uh, you know, I know the anniversary of the, the first Sopranos episode. It was also the anniversary this past weekend of the final episode, um, which everyone freaked out because they thought their television or cable went out or whatever the right. hell it was. Because it just ended. Right. right. It just went to black. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about anniversaries, and today being 14 years later, the introduction of the iPhone. Do you remember when the iPhone came out? Oh, I remember yeah. I remember thinking to myself, I really love the BlackBerry because I like the texture of pushing the buttons down whereas on that screen on that crappy iPhone thing you're carrying around, I can't feel the texture and the springiness of the letters that I'm pushing. So I don't want that iPhone. I like my BlackBerry. Right. And that lasted for a long time, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you, you, we actually talked about the BlackBerry while you were Me gone because it was the anniversary of the BlackBerry being gone or whatever oh, that's the hell. Funny. Or yeah, it stopped was. working last week. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's uh, – oh, right, they completely took them offline basically now. Officially. Wow, I yeah. didn't know that. Um, yeah, so they, you know, there you go. It was part of what you need to know. So well, you, now you I know. You should have been around. You would have yeah. known. Um, but speaking of, Wait, speaking of not being around, George, I am a workaholic, yeah. but I love what I do. 
Yeah. So I'm a very guilty person when I'm not working. Yeah. I was so guilt-ridden last week. It's like it's the first week of the new year. It's January 3rd. Man, I got to get on the air. And if it wasn't for you saying to me off air, bro, relax. Take it easy. Enjoy your kids. You got a job. They give you vacation time. Take it. If it wasn't for you saying that to me, I, I honestly... Like, I would have cringed every day. I would have called and I'd be, Laura, can I get on the air with these guys? Can I come in and say something? I was that, like, nutso in the early part of the week. So, thank really? you. Yeah, no, I have me, a hard bro. time. As I have soon a as I'm gone, time. like, I'm gone. Nah, I'm guilty like that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't listen. I don't call. I don't, nah, I'm good. So, you know. By the way, we got USC news. Uh, Jackson Dart in the transfer portal. So, uh. Caleb Williams, come on down, is what I would say to that. I got to tell you something. This this transfer portal, I know we got bigger fish to fry this afternoon, and yeah. we don't have as much time because of the national championship we, game. Yeah, we're only on an hour, yeah. Dude, this transfer portal thing is just, in my opinion, it's killing college football. Oh, you're crazy. It's the greatest thing ever. I mean, I guess I understand why people think that, but I go back to like my time of playing college football, and I realize it was many generations ago. But you made a commitment, and the school made a commitment to you, and if you transferred, they penalized you, which was their incentive for not letting you transfer. Now, every player every year in college football Good. is a legitimate free agent. Good. Can take off and go wherever they want as long as Good. somebody wants them. Good, because you know your scholarship was not really a four-year scholarship. Your scholarship was a renewable every year. I do, but I don't remember anybody ever, ever in five oh, that, years. Maybe in your years they were, but Nick Saban, notorious for it for, yeah. de for a decade. Yeah, but I'm telling you, like in my time, and again, I played a long time ago. It was a lifetime ago. I don't remember anybody ever going, I'm leaving. Why? They took my scholarship back. I mean, that just didn't happen. Right, but Nick, I'm telling you, Nick Saban did it forever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Transfer portal craziness. I love just, it. I, I think I want to go into the transfer portal, not because I'm transferring. It just sounds like kind of a cool place to do be. Do you want us to transfer portal you? We should do our own transfer portal. What <laughs> show would you transfer portal to? I they will think, give them back to us. Um, I don't know if I were going to transfer. Well, you know why? Because when you go to the transfer portal, wait, technically wait. you can come back. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I don't think we should talk about transfer portal because the last time we did this as a hypothetical. Right. Look what yeah. happened. You ended up right. here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But right. you yeah. love us. Yeah. Lindsay and we love you. Yeah, but portal. I willingly took you. So and we willingly took you. So there was that. <laughs> You're on scholarship, girl. Yeah. That's true. True. Yeah. You know why but you it, can't go anywhere, Kaplan? Sorry, Sedano. Because yeah. you you belong right here. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I feel great. No, no, I don't, I'm not asking you to go in the transfer portal. I just am curious what which show you would pick. No, I, listen, I'm not wanting to go into the transfer portal to transfer. I just think that it sounds like a cool thing to be in. That's all. Everybody's in the transfer portal. What does the me. transfer portal look like, you think? Another good question. Like, like physically, what does it yeah, look like? Yeah, like what would it look like to you? Does it look like a spaceship? Is it like the, the Starship Enterprise? Like, is it like, you know, what, the word it, you portal, know, the transporter room in the Starship Enterprise? Like, right. what does it like look the, like to you? The, the word portal definitely makes it sound futuristic-y. And, yeah. Like the uh, Matrix? And, and maybe spacey. like the Matrix? Yeah, maybe something. Like, like Neo, N Morpheus is there and telling you take the red pill or the blue pill? Like that's what's <laughs> happening here in the transfer portal? I can't believe that Jackson Dart, a kid who we all saw this year, and I know you called that game against Washington State where he comes he in, in game, and he yeah. was amazing, passed for like almost 400 yards in that game. Yeah. A kid like that who was off to this kind of start at USC is like, wait, the new coach is from Oklahoma and he's bringing the star quarterback with him? I'm out of here, dude. Yeah.
Yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, he can go eat. Well, I mean, Utah's got a quarterback in Cam Rising who's going to be there for at least another year. But, um, you know, he can go to, I don't know, BYU maybe. You know what I'm saying? He's from Utah. like <laughs> So, like, he, he definitely can go places. Like, that. if you're re- being recruited by USC, like, you're going to have options. So, I don't think that's an issue. Yeah, pretty um, crazy story, though. Yeah. Uh, real quick, the 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 football god. We didn't get to yeah. the Rams thing yet, but the because uh, that thing was a disaster. I mean, it was basically Debo, uh, just like Debo. Oh, forget about the Niners owning them. Debo owns them. Okay, like Debo Samuel's owns Sean McVay and the Rams. And I say that with a lot of disdain because you know how much I love Sean McVay. Um, but like, he, I've man, like I've seen some teams in the NFL own the other team and have these long winning streaks. Six, seven, eight games. I mean, we're there now. Six straight for the Niners, which we'll touch on in a second. But the f- football god, like if there was a football god, who would it who would it look like? Well, I think that originally it would look like um, Madden. No, no, no. I think it looks like Madden now. I think that that if you said to me, "What does the football god look like today?" I'd have to say John Madden because or Brady. the football. I thought you fo- would go with Brady, your boyfriend. I feel no, like that no, was like no, an automatic. He, there. He's he's too good looking right now. When well, but a you know, bit I mean, what God can't be football God can't be good looking. He's got to be like. I feel like football God needs to be a little bit older. I feel like he needs to be a little bit heavier. I think he needs to be a little like disheveled in some okay. kind of way. I, mean, I don't know very many gods that are disheveled, but okay. No, I mean, but I just know. feel like he like Brady's too hot right now to okay. be the football God. Okay. Um, man, that's a good question. Who is the right, football guy? All right, you know what? Get back to it in a second. Let's go to Gelato Drew here real quick because he wants to crow as he says here, quote, the real L.A. NFL team won. Go ahead, Gelato Drew. What's up, Jorge? What's up, Cap? Yo, yeah, yo. the real L.A. team won. The only L.A. team that ever got a Super Bowl in L.A. won. The Clippers versions of the Rams and the Chargers lost. And I know you love McVay, George, but is there any world where he's on the hot seat next year if they lose? No, I don't think so. I I disagree. You think he's on the hot seat? If if the look, I here's said the if thing. they lose. Here here's the thing. Thank you, Drew. I think the Rams will win their first round playoff game because I think Arizona has fallen more apart than the Rams. Now, you say, what do you mean the Rams have fallen apart? They just won a whole bunch of games. They only lost their last game. What do you mean fall apart? Don't you feel differently today about the Rams because no. of the way they lost? Absolutely not. Where they I can't sell you on this. They no. they, they I, in listen, the division at home in a in a really important You, you game. know what they've got? Here's what they've got potentially in front of them. Arizona, right? Okay. They got Arizona. And then there's a decent chance they'll get Tampa Bay in the second round who they've owned. They and have then not yeah. owned them. They beat them twice in the last two seasons in the regular season. Difference in the playoffs. Okay. Th- they've owned them. Okay, I know it's your boyfriend, but that's right. Them. That's right. Don't disrespect they, they, Tom they, Brady. They they have had their number. Okay, two Much times. Much like the, the Niners have seasons. had their number, and then you're in all of a sudden an NFC title game. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you can avoid the Niners, you know I, you know the Packers have beaten them pretty well too. Like you, you know, you don't want to see the Packers, but um, I mean, I, I think that that's. I, I still think NFC title is game is still a real possibility. All right, let's get to more of this on the other side because the Raider fans are crowing eight seven 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 ten ESPN as they should. You deserve it. Today is your day. Today is the day for you to beat your chess Raider fan. Have at it. All right, we'll get to that in a second. Plus, Russell Westbrook, LeBron. Oh, boy, there's a lot to get to there. We'll be back in two minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I feel like this is you, Cap, every time the Chargers lose a big game. You know, George, I really was having a hard time last night trying to decide what I wanted to happen. Did I want the Raiders to win and break the Chargers' heart? Did I want both teams to tie and then both get into the playoffs and the Chargers can have their heart broken later? Um, Or did I want the Chargers to win and advance because I know that all the Charger trolls will keep coming at me? Uh, although they've been very, very silent here since the game last night. So um, I, I was talking I mean, a little bit. I mean, it's obvious you want them to not have any real success. So it was I want a. them to have zero success. That is yeah, exactly so right. Yeah, so if that's the case, you don't want them in the playoffs. Playoffs? Talk because you don't playoffs. want Justin Herbert to find an opportunity to play in the playoffs and then all of a sudden get hot. Right. You know, we've seen right. that before. Right, that could NFL. happen. That, yeah. that absolutely could happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I would I would like to see that happen because he is statistically the best quarterback we've seen uh, in the NFL, not named Marino and Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Like at, at this stage of his career. Right. And so he'll be like the best quarterback well, sitting at home watching the playoffs. He, he's he's basically those two guys statistically like those are the only two peers he has to this point in his career as as a statistical quarterback. And to your point earlier, he is a superstar. I just hope. He doesn't end up going by the wayside of Marino, where the organization just you know fails him. Constantly. Well, well, let me just give you a, a a more relevant local analogy. So Marino, I understand the history of all of that, but think about Philip Rivers. I mean, Philip Rivers had a statistically Hall of Fame career in sure. San Diego yeah. in yeah. a short period of time when the Chargers moved to L.A. But the fact of the matter is that organization failed him. You say, well, how so? Four head coaches, multiple offensive coordinators, moving in the you know towards the end of his career. I mean, all of these things factored into the fact, factored yeah. into the fact. How'd you like that? Uh, yeah. It all factored into Philip Rivers having a great statistical career, but not winning games. Philip Rivers was just slightly better than Matthew Stafford in terms of wins because Stafford had all these stats in Detroit, but he didn't have any wins to go with them. Yeah. No, yeah, I, sure. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I understand. Um, I, I just as great as Philip Rivers was, he wasn't. He hasn't been what Herbert has been this stage of his career. Like correct, he's a, a different type of player. Yeah, and Herbert can do so much more athletically. Yeah, but I'm all, all I'm saying is, is that no, 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 R- no. You're Rivers, right. You don't have to go that far back. I mean, clearly the Chargers are littered with this. Whether it's Philip Rivers, Dan Fouts, right? Like we can, right. We can, we can go back in their own history. Yeah. But I, I'm just telling you from a historical perspective, the only two quarterbacks that are rivaled, uh, that rival Justin Herbert's start to his career are Mahomes and Marino. Like that's no, insane. It when is you think insane. About it. it it really is um, incredible. And they, they, you know. They've let him down um, uh, very early on. I hope that doesn't continue to be the case because I'd like for the kid to get a chance to really showcase his skills. But nonetheless, listen, 
Derek Carr, he invoked Kobe's name yesterday. Job's not done. Right. Like I, I, Derek Carr, I, I, you know, I, I've been so up and down on the Raiders this year. I sold my Raider stock at the end, and they've gone four and zero since. I, I feel like Raider fans owe me this. Like I sold my stock, and you guys were able to buy it, and uh, and they've been on a roll since. And Derek Carr is playing has been playing fantastic since. So Raider fans, I did you a favor in that regard. Mick, let me tell you. Let me tell you go, something. When 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 their general manager, what's his name, Mike uh, Mayock, mm-hmm. when Mike Mayock, when when uh, when Gruden left, Mike Mayock said Rich Basaccia is the greatest leader of men that I've ever been around. Now, George, I'll ask you. Did that? We sound, laughed at that. We right, laughed. It was an exaggeration, right? Yeah, we laughed at that. Yes. I will say this. The Raiders should hire Rich Basaccia. I'm not talking about a 10-year, $100 million John contract. Harbaugh is available. He says he wants to be a Raider. You're, hiring, you're keeping Rich Basaccia? Now, you're saying Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh, Har- I mean. Okay. My bad. Jim, Jim. No. If Jim Harbaugh wants to be the Raider coach, I'd probably rather take my chances on Jim Harbaugh. But if Jim Harbaugh is not necessarily available... Then you keep Basaccia. Okay. I, I think Rich Basaccia, as much as I laughed at Mike Mayock for telling us about what kind of great leader he is, I got to say, he has proven to be a great leader. I believe. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Brian Flores. Would you take Brian? I'd take Brian Flores over Rich Passaccia. Brian Flores gave the, the Dolphins are idiots for firing I, Brian I Flores. I concur. They have, he had back-to-back winning seasons. That's the first time they've done that in almost 20 years. George, they were 1-7. They finished 9-8. and eight. They swept the New England Patriots. There was no reason for the Dolphins to fire Brian Flores, especially given that Tua is a second-year player and he's been dealing with injuries yeah, I, for his I, first I, two Those years. are probably the only – if those two guys want to rate the Raiders' job, if I'm the Raiders, I would hire one of them. But if not, I, 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 Basaccio would be like my third choice there. Let me go to Mick in L.A. Mick, what's up? Good, good afternoon, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, hey, Cap, is there a way that I can leave my number? I need to talk to you offline. And um, – the next thing is regarding the game. Staley did nothing wrong. The reason why he called the timeout was because he wanted to remove Murray, a linebacker, and put right. in his nose to guard. To put an extra Lin- DB. Joseph. Yeah. You know, they brought in Linville Joseph, the nose, his big nose guard, okay, to, st- to stack the line even more. The problem was number 87 for the Raiders. He pulled to the left, and he made the block that allowed uh, Jacobs to get uh, free for that, for that 10 yards. So, anyway, there's nothing wrong with Staley. No, no, Linville Joseph was in the lineup, but he also took one linebacker out, not to just right. add a defensive a lineman. He yep. added a defensive back into the into the 11-man lineup as well. Like, that is uh, – okay. the video, if you watch the video, it'll show that. Like, right. So, it wasn't just that he brought in a big body. He also took another big body off the field because he brought in an extra DB. Yeah, and so they were he brought in the field goal so no he, matter what. So, so he, I, I mean, listen, I, the, I think the timeout thing is getting way overblown. And thank you for the call, Mick. It is. I, I, Wait, I, Mick, I, hey, well, George. What is? What do you think? Oh, well, I want to know what Mick needs from me. Don't you? Oh crap, Mick, call back, and then just you know, Laura will talk to you off the air. DM but, me, dude. DM me on Twitter yeah, or on Instagram go, 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 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go DMs, Cap. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, like, I, I do think the the timeout thing is overblown. I do think. He overthought the room, though. I don't. I don't think I heard Alan Sliwa today. It's a fireable offense. Like I, fireable offense. Like that seems ridiculous, too. Well, especially when you're talking about a first-year coach. But this is what the Chargers do. They hire guys who don't have experience because they're cheap and they're controllable. And look, there was a time this year where everybody's like, "That Brandon Staley's so cute." 
gosh, I love that guy and his aggressiveness on fourth down. Listen, give the Chargers some credit. They picked up a ton of huge fourth downs in that game, including the last play in regulation. But on fourth and short from your own 18-yard line, there's a time to take a risk, and there's a time to punt the football. And he has made multiple mistakes as the year has gone on. Are you on firing him? Over- no, of course not. Okay, because that's not. my point. Like, that's, like, I mean, silly. I'm the one who didn't think Brian Flores should be fired, as you didn't either. But, I mean, right. you don't fire a guy who's a young, up-and-coming kind of coach when you've got this kind of quarterback. Cohesiveness yes. is, is very important in the NFL, yeah. and yeah. too many owners don't have the patience. Do you believe Mick, uh, who just called in L.A., uh, also wants to get into a robe business with you? Um, that's a good question. Or perhaps, and I'm just saying perhaps, maybe Mick says, hey, Kaplan, where do I get one of those dope-ass robes that you gave everybody for the holidays? And, George, I'll have you know that I sent additional robes to Greg Bergman for Mason and uh, for Travis, and I got a text this weekend from Lindsay Baseball herself saying, did I hear you send extra robes? Because I want to give one to my brother. Aww. Okay. Cool. Seemed to be a big they, hit. They, those people enjoyed. There you go. Enjoyed the robe. Let me go to Jason and Downey, who I, I don't know if he wanted a robe, but he wants to crow about the Raiders, and you got it. Go ahead. My dog, I'm not even going to crow. So, Downey, you said when was the last time the last big Raiders game went? December 18th, 2016, in San Diego, California, at the dump that is Qualcomm. Was. That was the last time the Raiders qualified for the playoffs, and we did it. At the Qualcomm, we had, I don't know how many people just, it was basically we blacked it out. Unfortunately, I went to shreds on Christmas Eve the next week when Carr right. broke his leg. Right. So yeah. th- we've, it took us how many years to get this big win, so I'm with it. And I actually wanted to comment on, on Brian Flores as the next coach. I would love for Brian Flores to be the next coach. I think everyone's reaction to Miami firing him is great because it was a dumb move. And not only that, it would be a nice move for us to finally get a minority as a head coach after what we went through with Gruden. So, no crow here, man. I'm just going to enjoy this. I'd rather go and lose to uh, Cincinnati uh, honorably than tie and go get beat up by Kansas City. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> no, and, and by the way, and thank you for the call. we got to go to break here. That's a winnable game against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a young team. You know what it I mean? It is a like, winnable game. They have, they have – look, Cincinnati's good, but they're a young team. That's a winnable game. All right, coming yeah. up next, um, LeBron is pissed off. Russell Westbrook seems disheveled. Uh, The Rams, I mean, we're talking a lot about the Chargers blowing it, but we have to focus on the Rams blowing it. We only have one more segment to go. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Uh, so sad. I couldn't believe right. it that he I passed know. away. Is there any more, um, like, has there been any more information about that? No, just that he, he you know, he, pa- he didn't pass. They said they ruled out foul play or drug okay. over or drug okay. involvement that let me 65 i mean listen i mean well they didn't find they didn't suspect any drugs but you know well i mean that's what was said i mean they said they the, didn't find any or suspect them but they have to do like takes like 12 weeks to do a toxicology report Jeez, 12 I weeks mean, really 
12 weeks? Mm-hmm. That's a long time, 12 weeks. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a little reckless to speculate on that, Lindsay, personally. You know I'm right? not like, speculating on it. I'm just saying they didn't rule it out completely. They just said that they, they, did, they didn't suspect it. I mean, the guy, like, went hard. Like, I'm not trying to – I love No, Bob everyone Saget. knows and, that he went hard. But I, I yeah. Think, yeah. yeah. 65 years old, pretty damn scary, though. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, he's I mean, younger this, than my dad. It's crazy. Right. If this were just – if we ultimately find out that Bob Saget, like, got done with his uh, performance that night, went back to his hotel, sent out a tweet thanking the audience, you guys are great, went to sleep and just didn't wake up, uh, dude, that scares the ever-living you-know-what out of a guy like me because, look, I'm 50. I'm a man. I'm 50. But that's scary, 65. Uh, yeah, it's why you have to take care of yourself. You know, like do know. you got to do things right for your body. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, Lindsay was right. He, you know, this was true. Like he lived a hard life. That's what I mean, more or less. Like he had, I mean, not, necess- not necessarily saying even like he had like a, he had anything to do with drugs, but I'm saying like he went, you know, he partied a lot. And so maybe some of these, you know, some of his actions when he was younger resulted in, you know, an early death. It could have been like a heart thing or whatever. Like people, you know, that, that stuff affects you later on in life. I know, but I always look at people like older than me that did live hard. Like I look at the Rolling Stones as an example, right? And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, if those guys are 80 years old, I'm easily going to make it to 80 years old. But you're not guaranteed anything. You know? No guarantees. Oh, no, hell no. It's not no guarantees. By the way, speaking of no guarantees, to bring it back to sports, the Rams. Do you want to know what their chances were to beat the Niners with one minute and 57 seconds left in the fourth quarter, according to Lindsay's uh, uh, excellent work here on research? Um, let me take a stab here. I'll say they were 65% to win the game. 99.6% chance of winning. Wow. It's a great stat. Wow. That's a, that is a monster collapse. You know, look. The Niners, you pointed this out earlier today, George, six straight wins. But in going into yesterday's game, it was five straight wins. So, yes, the Niners and Kyle Shanahan have owned the Rams and Sean McVay. That is true. But you jump out to a 17-0 lead at home. Now, by the way, we kind of touched on it earlier. At home, but in front of what sounded like and very much looked like a pro-Niner crowd. Laura, you were there. How would you describe the crowd? Um, part of me wants to say it was split, but it wasn't. It was a sea of red. It was a lot of Niner fans there. I got to tell you something. We have ridiculed the Chargers for years about how the opposing fan bases take over the stadium. I got it. There are a lot of Niner fans in the state of California. It's easy to get from San Francisco down to L.A. Oh, and by the way, those Bay Area fans come down all the time. Like, Oof, the, yeah. the Bay Area fans, take they, they come in droves to Staples Center for both Lakers and Clipper games. I got to say, I was pretty surprised and um, pretty disappointed that the Niners fans were able to take over SoFi Stadium the way they did, mostly because the Rams were playing for something, George. The, The number two seed with a home game in the first round and get through it and a first game in the next round, that's a really big deal. As it turns out, they limp into the division title, and they still get a home playoff game against a team that's struggling even more, Arizona. But for me, it just feels – it doesn't feel good. I, I'm not a um, – Oh, I I'm got no bullish. problem with this. I'm not Zero. bullish on the Rams no, in the playoffs at all. I'm still bullish. I mean, listen, sometimes in life – 
styles make fights, okay? And the Niners' style just knows how to beat the Rams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just the reality of it. I'm not saying it's going to be like that forever, but currently at the moment, it's indisputable that they have their number. So if you look at this current situation, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you look at the, the current uh, bracket, um, the, the, the Rams, the winner of this game, will play the winner of the Niners-Cowboys game. If I if if I recall correctly, um, so like that to me now because I do they they don't reseed they reseed in the NFL no. yeah I guess if like a lower seed won right they would go, then go to Green Bay so I guess they would reseed technically but if everything goes mm. according to plan let's just call it yeah you'd have the Rams and the Cowboys if they beat the Niners in round two I like the Rams chances against the Cowboys I like the Rams chances against anybody but. San Francisco and probably Green Bay, to be honest with you, that's on their, that's in the NFC. Yeah, see, I don't like the Rams' chances against Tampa. You've made your point that Tampa Bay uh, what has What has Tampa shown by- you that they can beat the Rams? They couldn't beat the Rams at full strength. They're missing their, you know, their two best, uh, two of their three best receivers and the their best receiver, arguably, I mean, I don't know, All maybe fair points. their best receiver, All, is also hurt. So- you got, you, you, listen, you're making fair points. Uh, all I'm saying is this. There's I'll tell you this: the Bucks better be careful with the freaking Eagles. The Eagles did rest a lot of players, and the Eagles could be a bit of an unpredictable team. I'll take the Bucks all day, every day, and I'll be proven wrong by the Eagles. But I'll just say this: there's a difference in the playoffs. Tom Brady knows how to get it done. Those seven Super Bowl rings are the right, evidence. Enough about Tom Brady. And, Nobody and cares Matthew about Stafford. The Rams. Yeah, Matthew yeah. Stafford does not have. That sort of background. It's it's something that Lewis Riddick had said okay, to us a couple weeks ago. Okay, but let me ask you a question. Yeah, go let ahead. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Yeah, yeah. Does Kyler Murray have that background? No. Okay. Does Dak Prescott have that background? Um, Dak. I have to look back, but I think Dak Prescott has been in the playoffs. Um, no, he's certainly been more in the than playoffs. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's he's been in the playoffs, but it, it, it's not like he's he's not Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. He is not either of those two guys. Fair point. Okay. But so, I'm just going to say this. I watch Matthew Stafford closer this year than I ever have before because when he was with Detroit we could see that he put up numbers but we could also see that he was on a bad team Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford this is my opinion right here and right now I don't trust him okay I do not trust Matthew Stafford and until he proves and it's not to me he's got to prove it to himself he got to prove it to his teammates he got to prove it to his coaches that a guy who put up numbers on a bad team comes to a good team still puts up numbers but he is careless and reckless at times with the football. And and listen, I, I got to see right, it to believe it. Right, he still 38 touchdowns or whatever it is. Actually, 40 touchdowns or whatever it's been. You know what I mean? He did. He, 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 he wasn't. No, but a lot of interceptions. Um, okay. Several went back for pick sixes. And so I'm, I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, but some of I that is Rams. bad luck, too. Like, that's not all like. Well, let me ask you a question. The, 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 the interception he threw to end the game yesterday. No, but what I'm saying luck? is turnovers sometimes are just bad luck. Like, it's not all – I'm not saying there weren't ones that it were terrible passes, but I'm saying is some of those are bad luck. Like, the ball – you know, the receiver runs the wrong route, the ball gets tipped in the air. Like, not every single interception for any quarterback, for that matter, is their fault. I can I can work with that, George, but I'm just saying to you that it was something that Lewis Riddick had said to us a couple weeks ago, which was, who is playoff Matthew Stafford? And the answer is right now, we're not sure yet. Okay. And and I see a lot of that Brett Favre gunslinger carelessness with the ball at times. 
And I hope that Matthew Stafford comes out and the Rams win against Arizona, although Arizona beat the Rams in SoFi earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm nervous about it. All right, well, you know what I'm nervous about? I'm getting more and more nervous that the Lakers can't be good teams. Do you have the Russell Westbrook sound from last night? Like, he sounded completely distraught. Desmond Bain and LeBron are fighting, you know, not fighting, but arguing uh, on the floor. Like, this Lakers thing, there is real concern with me right now with where this team is. Um, you know, four wins in a row was cool, but we also tempered it by saying, like, look at the opponents. Um, now they played a good team in Memphis. You know, I know they came back in the fourth quarter, but I, 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 there's a lot of work to be done here. Let me hear Russell Westbrook yesterday. He sounded completely distraught in the postgame. How do you feel about where you guys are at the midway point? Obviously, the record's probably not where you wanted it, but you feel. how do you feel about this team at, at this moment in time? You know? I mean, I guess we, we're moving in the right direction um, other than tonight. That's how you can worry about us the next game. Figure out you want to be playing your best towards the end of the year. I mean, there's like 10 seconds of silence there. Now, look, we only have 40 seconds left in the show. Um, but, Cap, you and I tomorrow need to kind of dive headfirst yep. into that. We got to go, go really deep because your point about a winning streak against teams with sub-500 records versus playing a team that's actually good and on fire – and and how the Lakers just just got destroyed, crushed, yeah, annihilated. We're gonna have to, we we got to do a deep dive tomorrow. By the way, this portion of the show is pre presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. So national championships coming up. I picked Georgia. Who do you got? Unfortunately, I've got Alabama, and this is one of those moments where it's like, oh, we gotta yeah. go. Well, let's go. Right. Get out of here. Get out of here. We'll see you tomorrow.